Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madrian and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. And I'm Valerie Comer. Our guest today is Kylie Woodley. Kylie is a writer and fan of historical fiction. She's a preschool teacher and in her spare time, she cares for a rescue mutt, Lucky Dog, and a feisty feline named Hazel. She listens to Cricket Country and K-Love Radio, reads classic books to her children, and watches Marvel movies with her husband who might resemble Superman. They live in Oregon, which is perfect for researching history and hiking in the mountains. And she's co-host of the Historical Bookworm podcast, so she loves talking books. Thank you for joining us, Kylie. Thank you for having me. I have to ask, which version of Superman are we are we talking? Christopher Reeve, Henry Cavill, Tom Welling. We got a lot of Supermans to choose from. Very true. You know, <laughs> honestly, I think he's between like the old cartoon Superman and then like the <laughs> and then the latest Superman. Okay. <laughs> the League Superman. I don't know why, but that's how I see him. <laughs> that's fabulous. Okay, excellent. So um now historical romance some of our regular listeners and watchers might be scratching their heads a little bit saying um you guys talk contemporary romance and it is true it is true however today we're going to talk split time romance and I figured this was probably the only way I was ever going to get Valerie to talk about historical anything is if we did split time romance um but it's actually um (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty much the only way I'm going to talk about historical anything also is if we're talking split, split time so it works That's out okay. really well <laughs> um so I call it split time some people say time slip or dual timeline there's like a thousand and one terms out there for it but basically we've got these romances with a romantic storyline in both a contemporary setting and a historical one so and generally the two plot lines interleave in some way or another. So that's what I love about them um, is the seeing seeing the tracking between them. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not a fan, I said, generally speaking. Historical romance, I'm sorry. Kylie's dying over there, sorry. (laughs) So, um, but I really do love time slip. I love a good time slip romance. So what about you? What are your feelings on historical romance? Um, we're sticking to romance, not just historical fiction in general. Um, do you love historical romance? Do you love time slip? Um, what, do you, what do you think, Valerie? Can we get some definitions happening? Sure. Because um, when you say time slip or um, dual timeline, there's there's different ways I, I can think of three different kinds just off the top of my head and maybe Kylie knows five more <laughs> but there is where the story um takes where you've maybe say got four point of view characters you've got mm-hmm. your contemporary couple and your historical couple and it goes back and forth showing yeah. one or the other yeah or you a time slip sometimes makes me think of a time travel sure in which a contemporary person might find themselves back in time. And then I think the most common type of dual timeline that I've seen is where today's heroine or hero is reading a journal or letters or something from presumably their own ancestor, but not necessarily. So are, are, what are we, which one are we talking about today? All of them. All of them. Okay, well, that makes it easy. (laughs) Any of those options. 
Okay. So um, historical, I think you kind of gave, um, gave Sorry. away that Spoiler I don't. Alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Valerie doesn't read historical. That's not completely true. It's just like 98% true. There is a historical that sneaks in maybe a couple times a year. Do you like split time? Do you read them? Um, I don't seek them out, but I don't, I don't mind them. And I've, I've got a, a couple on my list that we'll talk about in a bit that I really quite liked a lot. So there's that. It's, it's potential there. Excellent. Narelle, what about you? Well, I love historical romance. <laughs> <laughs> I always have loved historical romance. So, I mean, I read quite widely. I don't just read um, contemporary romance. And so if probably when I was in my teenage years, early 20s, I would say I probably would have read more historical romance than contemporary romance back then. And so... I'm not such a big fan of historical fiction. If I'm reading historical fiction, I'm looking for the romance. I'm looking for the romance elements. So I really prefer to have a romance in there. And in terms of um, split time or time slip or time travel, I probably am a bit of a purist. And if I had a choice, I'd probably go for a straight historical romance rather than a time slip or, a, or one of the dual storylines. Okay. So I'm going to be different. <laughs> No, that's great. That's great. Kylie, we got to flip it on its head for you because we know that you love historicals. So do you read contemporary also? And do you like the time splits? <laughs> I do read some contemporary. Usually if I'm reading contemporary, it's to do like, because I'm on the street team of a friend or um, one of my, some of my critique partners, they write contemporary. I like, I prefer as far as contemporary, contemporary romantic suspense. Okay. Um, I just like the fast paced. Um, but I do think there's, I see time slip and uh, time travel. I see a significant difference there because often in time travel, you actually see more of the storyline as being historical, not so much modern, even in um, like in TV shows and whatnot. But yeah, I love, what was the question? Do I like historical? Oh, do I read contemporary? Yeah. Yeah. We flipped it for I you. Do. I do read some contemporary and I love slip time. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> um, so there is, I feel like a lot of dual timeline fiction happening these days. Um, I think I saw in a, one Facebook group that they were actually splitting off to have a whole other Facebook group that was just split time romance like I'm like who knew there were enough readers who love this and enough authors who wrote it so but I was looking I'm like wow there's a lot of this there is actually a lot of this being written these days um not all of it is romance sadly because to me I feel like romance should be in everything everything should have romance um so we are gonna try to keep it down to romance um not just split time for the sake of having to timelines um there's got to be romance in there so with that caveat what are let's get to our favorite time slip dual timeline time travel whatever it is you want to call it or what version you looked at um we'll go one at a time and we'll just go around as many times as we need to sound good sure right. yeah. okay so um we'll start with kylie since oh, you're our guest <laughs> All right, so do you want to talk books then? Yep, yep. Give us a book and tell us why you love it. Oh, I just finished.
finished, um, and this is probably older, but oh well, I don't care. Memories of Glass with um, by uh, Melanie Dobson. Mm -hmm. And whew, I really liked that one. And it was definitely as far as time slip goes. Um, it didn't have as far as like a lot of times you do see the journal, you know, or the old letters, but this one she was actually trying, she was like investigating and trying to understand what had happened in the past. Um, but that was, yeah, it was really good. And it was a little sad, but definitely inspiring. And I think that's what I like so much about Slip Time. Like, I feel like when I read historical, that the things that I see there, they're so unique, but also they're like a resemblance of the past. So like my past, your past, the past of my ancestors. And I feel connected to that. And I like all the, the neat little things that you see in historical, the details and cat <laughs> clothes and buggies and horses and <laughs> all that silly stuff. Um, but I also like when um, the message of the historical is in such a way that um, you couldn't have it in any other ear, era. Mm -hmm. And when you put your, have your dual timelines in there, your, your split times, it's like in, you take the historical and you say, this is how it applies. You know, this is how it can help someone because you actually see in the modern time, those two stories are interlaced. And so you get to see the way that that helps. And with Melanie Dobson's um, book, I could see how um, the main character was able to kind of um, like work through her abandonment issues in the family just by learning of how these courageous women, these Dutch women worked with, you know, the resistance to save children. So. Very cool. Was that World War II or what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Love it. That's a really good point about the benefit, I guess, of a dual timeline story is that it kind of brings you an application for today, right? Yeah. All right, Valerie, what's, what's a book from you? Um, I'm going with the series. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Liz Johnson, um, her Georgia Coast series, three books, all three of them um, are contemporary with a journal or letters or something from the past. So they have uh, they're searching in today's time for a relic or a something a, a treasure or whatever because they're three different books uh, from a long time ago and how that's impacting their life today so that is uh, a glitter of gold and a dazzle of diamonds are the two that i've read recently i have actually not read the third one okay but uh, but yeah the title on the third one or um i'll look it up I'll look it up and put it in show notes. Yeah, I, I did not write it down. Okay. And okay. yeah, sorry. I know how to Google. <laughs> <laughs> I've only read, I've read one of those. I um I think I read The Glitter of Gold, A Glitter of Gold. Glitter of Gold is um is a, a pirate treasure and they're looking for a sunken ship and the, the journal has uh, has the details of when and where and how this pirate ship was sunk way back when then I lied that's not the one I read I read a dazzle of diamonds then maybe <laughs> that's about question. a guy who's a traitor who's being called a traitor in Savannah Georgia because his like 18 times a great-grandfather might have been a traitor and they're trying to clear his ancestor's name that right. so that yeah. he can run for for a political office and not be branded as 
a traitor because is, does the thing. girl go undercover in the historic mansion to yes okay yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> i know i've read one of them yeah. all right so it's that, it's that one yeah i enjoyed that one a lot yeah um even though apparently i don't remember the whole political aspect <laughs> can't remember everything <laughs> Um, what what time period is the historical on that? Do you know off the top of your um, head? If I knew my American history, then I could probably tell you, but okay. I'm Canadian and I don't know my American history. But do you history. know like 19 something, 1910? Um, is it pre, early? I agree that the one I read most recently was the Dazzle of Diamonds and that would have been um, in the emancipation era. Okay, so, so late 1800s. Probably, yeah, okay. I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm saying late 18. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. This is, okay. They don't teach us that in Canada. That's, Whatever well, I fair. learned in history class is a few years back. That's fair. That's fair. Narelle, what about you? Okay. Well, I have one by Christy Cambron. You can probably see that, A Lost Castle, which is book one in her series. Um, and this is a book that, because I'm, I'm such a, I'm very, very good at hoarding ebooks. And so I'll see a book and I'm going to read that one day. And so when this topic came up, I thought, great, I'm going to spend time <laughs> I'm going to read this book finally. It's been in my TBR list. So I really enjoyed it. So it's, it's split time in three different places. You've got the present day story where Ellie has her grandmother, who this is in the US, and she has Alzheimer's and he's starting to slip away and she, she has she's said a few things that have sort of um, tweaked Ellie's interest about what actually really happened when she was um, in World War II over in France. And so a few things happened that set Ellie on a journey where she lands in the, I'm going to say this wrong, the Law Valley, the L-O-I-R-E. I'll probably no, pronounce that completely I think wrong. That's right, it's the, the Lower Valley. Yeah. That's how I've always said it. Yes, yeah, so she goes to France looking for this um, lost castle that's called the Sleeping Beauty. And so we also not just have the present day story, we go back to World War II with Vi, who's her grandmother, and she's British and ends up helping them, the French resistance during World War II. So there's a whole lot of stuff happening in that story and a romance in that story as well. And then we go back to the French Revolution. And so I was drawn to this series because I'm always fascinated by history. So the most pleasant way to read history as far as I'm concerned is a historical romance. <laughs> so off I go reading about history and going somewhere completely different. And Eveline is the heroine in the um, French Revolution time period of history as well, which is before Napoleon. So just when um, the feudal system is breaking down and the people are rising up against being yoked with horrendous taxes and poverty and um, it was, there were two very key time periods in France's history in the book. So I just, I just loved it. I really enjoyed it. There was a romance in all three of the storylines. Um, they were all in the heroine's point of view. So you had three point of views and Christie's a great writer. She's beautiful writing. If you like beautiful lyrical writing, that's very descriptive and sensory and evocative, then you'll enjoy her books. And the thing that I'm often hesitant about with split time is that if the stories don't connect they either work or they don't and this story was beautiful and there were connections not just with the lost castle and what was happening at the castle at different times in the history of it but the characters also had connections as well on top of that and that's what I really loved about that and that's what I'll look for in a split time story is 
those deeper um, meaningful connections between the different storylines. So you don't feel like you're reading, you know how it's, it's kind of like some books you can have, it's like you're reading two books at the same time by different authors. I don't want that feeling. I want to feel like these stories are connected. So I'm looking forward to finding time to read book two and book three that are sitting in my Kindle. That's, <laughs> so that's I've never heard of um, one that had more than two timelines. So that's super yeah. fun. I like that idea. I'm going to have to read it because that it sounds be, really fun. It would be very complex, I would think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hard to write. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But um, beautifully so, done. <laughs> oh, good. Yay. Um, for me, I chose, I, I'm, I pointed fingers at Valerie, but I chose a series too. <laughs> so um, the series that I chose um, to start off, I have more than this, but um, Sarah Monzen wrote the Carrington family that's it's a four book series um the first is finders keepers um then all of you freedom's kiss and with you here and um so in the modern time frame they're all siblings um who who find their love and then in the historical they're not related at all um other than the the time like they're related to the current sibling story, but the historical people are not. The timelines are actually, uh, the first one, Finders Keepers is a, a Spanish conquistador era kind of coming on a galleon to Florida before Florida was part of the United States. So that, you know, conquistador sort of era. Um, the second one is World War II. The third one is um, post-Civil War, um, not post-Civil War, yeah, yeah, po somewhere in there, mid-1800s, um, well, because Florida is still owned by Spain, and so I was trying to remember, it might be pre-Civil War, but just pre-Civil War before we um, bought Florida from Spain. Um, and so it's, but it's got um, slaves who escaped the plantation and have headed to Florida because there was a freed slave um, conclave there that the Spanish were allowing to build their own town and live in freedom. So it was an easier place to escape to from certain points in the South. And the, the, um, the indigenous people were helping uh, with, and so it's got a mixture then of um, the indigenous um, Native Americans with the escaped slaves. So it's really interesting because it's part of history that you don't necessarily get in your textbooks, which is fun. Um, and then the fourth one was, again, another time period you don't tend to read about is during the Holy Roman Empire, but it's in um, Germany. So, you know, it's, it's not Rome, but it's under, um, and it's right during the, uh, right after Martin Luther nails his um, theses to the Wittenberg door. So it's in that upheaval against the Catholic church. So it was really kind of interesting how she played that in. Um, my two favorites of the four are then the second one, all of you with the World War II um, the historical aspect of that one is really, really fun. Um, and then my um, favorite contemporary was uh, probably actually also all of you. I guess maybe the second one is my favorite because the contemporary hero is a Navy um, officer. He flies um, 
airplanes on the aircraft carriers and he is in this horrific accident at the very beginning of the book and becomes um, a triple amputee because of a just a, a horrible accident and so those two timelines were I think the best woven together historical and contemporary the others are very very well done and absolutely worth reading but I feel like that was uh, the second one was by far the strongest in my mind interesting yeah but still really good really enjoyed all of them all right Kylie do you have another one I do so I just (laughs) read um The Haunting of Bonaventure Circus by Jamie Jo Wright Mm -hmm. and it's the first book that I've read by Jamie and I, I really, really liked it. Um, it was a little creepy, but not too much. Um, and it starts, it actually starts in modern day. And, um, and she's like going to look at this property that she just bought for her business, well, her uncle's business, and it's rumored to be haunted. And there's a, there's actually a man in there and <laughs> the police are called and, um, and it's just really neat to see uh, the main character in the modern day. Her name is Chandler, and she like she has an autoimmune disease. She's a mm. single mother, um, and you see her just um, she uh, goes to this small town, and that's where all the haunts. <laughs> there used to be a circus there, a Ripley Circus, and um, she befriends some people, and they're supposed to be the descendants of a serial killer. And so, <laughs> yes, I know. And so you get like you know what's going on in the modern day and what they're finding out what she's discovering about you know is he the serial was he the serial killer was he just wrongly you know uh condemned and then um the historical is actually 1920 and i don't think i've ever read a 1920s but i really liked this one and um and it's like kind of in the circus and just very uh interesting and there was like a baby elephant you know, that the, the heroine Pippa had to, um, like, nurse back to health. Aww. And it was interesting, too, to see um, uh, Pippa, you know, in 1920s, as she has, like, a deformed foot and, you know, mm-hmm. um, being, you know, a woman and just has having the right to vote and just the different things that she struggled against. And it was really well done because, like, both, um, both storylines have a romance and, even though it portrayed the historical, like the, the issues she dealt with as a woman, she fell in love with like a fair, just, you know, just good, strong guy. And I just really loved that. And then the modern guy, he was, he was like a felon and a biker. And I was like, whoa, that's definitely not what I normally read. <laughs> but I really liked it. And um, it was, it was great. It was, it had the mystery and the suspense and it had romance, romance on both ends. Cause I don't usually read anything if it's not romance. For sure. Life's too short. It is. It is. Mm. All right, Valerie, do you have a second one? Um, Yeah, I do. It's been a while since I've read this. Uh, Might be the very first dual timeline one that I read would have been Finding Love at Glacier Bay by Trisha Goyer and Oceana Fleiss. Mm -hmm. And that's been out for probably 10, 12 years. And I, Instead of digging it up on my Kindle, I'm sure it's on there somewhere, although I probably had a NetGalley uh, copy of it, which I would still have. I just skimmed the uh, first three chapters on, or the first couple chapters on um, Amazon this morning just to refresh myself a, a bit on it. And so it takes place in Alaska, which is always fun um, and unique. And so 
um, yeah, it's, it's another one of those with a packet of letters that the heroine reads through bit by bit through the course of most of the novel and, and finds someone who um, was new to Alaska and how they found love and, and found love with Alaska as well and, and decided to stay. So yeah, it was, I, I remember it all these years later, um, but I didn't remember details of the story. So now might have to dig it back out and read the whole thing. Cool. Well, I have a time travel one that's only, it's a, a new release in March 2021. Okay. And it's um, Before Time Runs Out, I'll just show you the cover by Amy Mateo. Oh, I have seen so, that. I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm seeing that cover everywhere right now. So that's timely. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, Amy Mateo is one of those authors that will jump around. She doesn't sort of stick doing one thing. She sort of writes stories in different genres all over the place. So I would describe this one as a time travel romance, very light faith element. Um, it's probably would hit more clean and wholesome maybe. And it's set in not there's um three again there's three things happening so you've got the present day story with this girl who is a master student at princeton so she's in new jersey and she's getting a d in english and she needs to get an a to to do what she wants to do and she has to get this thesis written and her big obsession is um charles dickens so she's trying to work out <laughs> one of the things she decides to do is set up this um ghost club which is what he actually did in england he had this ghost club so she sets up this meeting um with and invites people to come to the library to this ghost club and it's through that she ends up time traveling back to 1870 and it lands pretty much in a ghost club meeting with dickens in a library in london Oh, yes that's, that's creepy but like it is but not just does that happen she meets this guy there who has also time traveled but he's traveled from california from beverly hills in 1947 oh. so he's a returned um, veteran from world war ii who also lands back and he arrives before her he's been there for a few months and so the story is pretty much based in 1870 with the characters um, needing to go back home. And of course, with time travel romance, as we all know, if anyone's watched Outlander, the big conflict is can these two people stay together and be together because they're from different worlds and different times. So fabulous book. I um, was up late reading it. It's, she's one of those authors that um, I slept really well after I finished it, but I wasn't going <laughs> to sleep until I finished the book. So... Yeah, if you enjoy time travel and time sleep, I highly recommend reading Amy's book. It was a lot of fun and it's the first in a series, so I haven't had a chance to look at what else she has coming up. But um, if you're a fan of Charles Dickens, you'll really appreciate a lot of the references to his works and um, things in the story as well. That sounds really fun. It I'm was. Gonna to, I'm going to have to read that one too, apparently. <laughs> That's great. Um, my second one I chose um, was Chateau of Echoes by Siri Mitchell. And it's funny, we talked about um, Siri Mitchell in a previous podcast. And I'm trying to remember which one it was. You mentioned The Cubicle Next Door, Narelle. It could be. Um, or you did, somebody did. I might have. I, I might have. I don't know. Yeah, but I've read it. Way, yeah, I, I had never read anything by her, but you guys described the cubicle next door so well that I was like, I had to read it and I read it and I loved it. 
And so then um, I happened to see that she had a Chateau of Echoes, which is uh, split time. And I was like, oh, well, look at that. I'm going to read this next. So um, it is super fun. It is modern day. It's set in France. Um, a woman who owns an, uh, a chateau that she sort of runs as a B&B. &B. She doesn't need to because she has plenty of money. So she, she only takes bookings when she feels like answering the phone. Um, so it's kind of fun. And so an author contacts her wanting to stay there because her, uh, one of the reasons she has all this money is when she was renovating the property, she found this, uh, journal from a, uh, woman who lived there when it was actually Brittany, as opposed to being part of France proper. It was, you know, when Brittany was separate, um, and so it was this big major historical find. And so you've got the journal from this young girl, which it's a little squeaky at the very start of the journal because it's like 1500s probably. So she's 13 when she's given in marriage to this guy who's like 30. Um, and so she's 17, 18 at the end of the journal. And it's still kind of squeaky that they're falling in love but it's less squeaky than when she was 13. Um, so, so I did not adore some of the aspects of the historical timeline in this one because of that because I was just like my modern sensibilities are not on board with a 13 year old doing anything let alone being given in marriage. So um but the modern day timeline was just so fantastic that to me, it made up for it. So, um, and again, they weave together well, and there's some really well-handled spiritual truths in it, not handled heavily, but still very, very much a faith arc. Nice. Um, you would never call it sweet, clean. It, it is absolutely Christian fiction, but it's done with a very deft touch. Um, it was well done. I enjoyed it. Um, gosh, we're running, we're running long again. I was going to say we could do another round, but maybe we probably shouldn't. So we probably. should probably wrap up. Um, that's a bummer. There are a lot of fabulous, um, books in this, this genre. I mean, it's probably its own genre. Um, so if, you know, if you're interested at all, definitely look some of these up, um, because it's fun. So, um, thank you, Kylie, for joining us to talk about time slip, dual timeline, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> romances. Um, where can people find you and your podcast? So you can find the podcast at historicalbookworm.com and um, <laughs> the podcast and myself. <laughs> We're on um, Twitter. Um, I just opened a MeWe account, so, and that's going well, <laughs> and um, podcast is on Instagram, Facebook, and yeah, and MeWe, that's about it, just those four, we just didn't want too much to try and manage, so, um, yeah, fair. but I would, yeah, we, um, we look at historical <laughs> fiction, yep. and um, yeah, we are, we're for readers, the podcast is just, just for readers, we're able to connect, we do a lot of author interviews, and um, fun historical details that you wouldn't know, like the history of like KFC or mustard or coleslaw or whatever, you cool. know, just fun little things. 
and uh, and then we always do a review. So yeah, we'd love to connect with readers, and I am so pleased that you have all had me on, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just love talking books with all of you ladies, so thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks everybody for joining us today at Story Chats. You can find everything you need to know about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. If you're watching on YouTube, first of all, leave a comment. Let us know, do you read Split Time? Do you like it? What's your favorite? We're always interested to know. And then don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye everyone.